<coughs> Blue. Peace. What's happening? Rebels OBSG, what's happening? Yo, it's going to be... Look, it's not going to be crowded in the chat because obviously it's the backup channel and nobody knows about it, <laughs> which is my fault because I wasn't promoting it like I should have been. It is what it is. Um, I'm not going to wait till everyone gets in. I'm just going to go in. Hey, Ms. Jolene, how, how are you feeling? Are you better? Yes? No? Hope so. Love and light to you, sis. Jeffrey Brown, what's happening? Yo, this this feels like the after hour spot, but no one shows up. <laughs> I can't wait to get my main channel back up. June third, oh my gosh. Inshallah, y'all. Inshallah. Oh, hold on. Damn it. Hold on, I gotta call the wife. Hold on. AJB, what's happening? What's up? Who was what? It ain't about the. Do you see what I circled in red? Okay then, nigga. Stop! 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 Don't play me like that. Don't play me. Don't play me in my channel like that. Yeah, the fucking Almighty, or the Almighty. Say it correctly. God damn it. Yeah. You missing the point? Okay. What can, how can I help you? What? No, I'm not giving you any money. And if you touch my money, and if you touch my money, I'm going to fuck you up. B, I'm not playing with you. You know what? There's always... Dude, fine. Take the fucking money. Take it. Is that it? I, I got you. I, I deal with, I deal with your ass in June. What the fuck ever. Get off my phone. You told me to call. Get off my phone. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My bad, y'all. I'm sorry. This is what happens when you get married. Okay. Uh, hey, Esoteric Bay, Alex. What's happening, Ty P? Shogun, Raheem, Ike. Fight, fight, fight. <laughs> Stupid. Hurricane baby Jesus. No, nah, I ain't hitting the mute. I ain't hitting the mute button. I want everybody to know what the, what the fuck I deal with. I'm not hitting no damn mute button. No mute buttons. So all I can I want y'all to show I want y'all to see how real it is. This is what real married couples go through. Big B, what's happening? So let's get into it. Miss Kiva, hey. Hey, I see you. Let's let's get right into it, shall we? Um, a couple topics I want to talk about. All right. And uh, first topic, I was on lunch break today. Eddie, hey, what's happening? Wrong, I cut. I was on I was on lunch break today, and they had the TV on and watching some some silly talk show. And Tracy Morgan was on this show. Power Bay, what's happening? Ryan, what's happening? Aloyda, hey, Curly, hey. Um, so Tracy Morgan's on this this talk show, right? I I don't know who this talk show was. A bunch of women. And he's wearing a Jesus piece. A Jesus piece. I want to talk briefly about the significance of the Jesus piece. 
and why it is so goddamn near and dear to black folk when they get a little bit of money. Now, this wasn't first take. It was some raggedy ass talk show with two broads I've never seen before. Right. And. um, Why is the Jesus piece like a vaunted piece of jewelry? I never understood the allure and and the pull the Jesus piece has on people. I'm not talking about a cross. Cross is one thing, but the Jesus piece. Matt, the fucked up part is it's the image, the white, it's the image of the European, right? Of the, the Cesar Borgia image. It ain't like the Jesus piece with the curly afro. It's the, the long stringy hair version of Jesus, right? <laughs> Why? Why? Genesis, hey, top. Uh, we not even on the low. No, it, was, it wasn't the view. It wasn't the view. Flossy, yes. Tracy Morgan. So I see you. Yeah, this nigga's rocking a Jesus piece. I'm like Tracy Morgan, nigga. After everything you've been through, um. But we all grew up in the '90s. Uh, every rapper who was somebody had the vaunted Jesus piece. And I don't think we realize how far this indoctrination goes with this Christianity thing, with the Jesus thing. Like people talk all the good shit about spirituality and and um, want to get away from religion, but and I see regular dudes rock the small Jesus piece. Like, no, you don't do the you don't do the Heru eagle. You don't do, I don't know, you don't do a butterfly or some shit. You don't do, uh, you don't do the ankh, right? No, you flood out the, di- the, 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 the gold Jesus piece. Remember when everybody was going nuts over Kanye's Jesus piece? Do y'all remember what Kanye's Jesus piece looked like? Let me remind you. It had, I forget what material it was, but it had the Caucasian skin, right? The long flowy hair. And then it had the thorns and like rubies. And his eyes were diamond. But it was the white, the whitest version of a Jesus piece I had ever seen. And people were losing their fucking minds over this shit, Right? People was like, this is the baddest fucking piece I've ever seen. Y'all remember Kanye's Jesus piece? Right? Anybody who was anybody in the 90s of rap had a Jesus piece. How many 5% of rappers? How many Nation of Islam rappers? Huh? How many so-called Asiatic rappers had a Jesus piece on? Well, let's start naming names. What does Nas subscribe to? Is Nas a five percenter in, in his base form at Nas's base core level? Is he not a five percenter? Right? Wait, wait, top piece of Kanye shit was fire. Not even gonna hold you. <laughs> it, it, it looked good. I'm not gonna front. His shit looked good, but I'm not subscribing to that shit. But let, let's get into it. Was Nas is Nas a at his core, like Rakim Allah. Rakim's a five percenter at his base, right? Uh, Nas, 
still wears a Jesus piece. Right? Jay-Z. At one point, Dr. York. He was a Dr. York uh, uh, a student. Okay? Jay-Z wore Jesus peace. Right? Big pun. Even though, what, he, what was he into? What was his religion? Was he a Catholic? Was he like into Santeria? He too wore Jesus peace. I don't care what Jay rock now. Nope. Not gonna get Jay. We're not gonna get Jay off the hook with this one, Flossie. He rocked that shit. No. If you study Dr. York, no matter how that shit went left with Dr. York, why are you rocking a Jesus peace? With all your teachings and, and your knowledge of how things go and what you. You've been to the Vatican. They let you visit the place. You've been to the Louvre Museum and shit. Why would you ever rock a Jesus piece? Why would you ever rock the image of a, of a human? Because Caesar Borgia was a human, right? Why would I ever rock if it ain't my daddy, right? If it ain't, if it ain't my daddy, I'm not going to wear jewelry of of a human and in, in, in worship and idol and idol and, and idolatry to a certain extent, right? Okay. So all your rappers, all your conscious, even before the word conscious was even a term, right? All all of your all of your rappers back then, every nigga was in the rap game that has some some value. Had a Jesus piece. Why? And yet these are the same rappers that 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 gave birth to this conscious movement, whatever. And niggas still out here wearing Jesus pieces. Not not the black afro version of it, the long, flowy, stringy head, flowy version of them. I just thought that was rather interesting. And I'm not I'm not here to talk about Tracy Morgan's spirituality. And I get people say, well, he just do it as a status symbol because, you know, it's old school status symbol. Man, pick a new status symbol. This is why I like. This is why I like Rick Ross. Because Rick Ross, when he came out on 106 and Park, had a crazy ass piece of himself. Right, Rick Ross is probably the only nigga, the only only rap nigga I knew off top that had a goddamn piece of himself, jewelry of himself on it. Yeah, it was like the gold diamonds, the yellow diamonds with the gold base, and then the black diamonds for the beard. Right, and then shout out to Plies. Plies had the goon, the goon, uh, the goon piece of himself with a ski mask, even though it was you know bad image, but still. It wasn't no Jesus piece. Them two brothers was like, if I'm going to worship anybody, I'm going to worship my goddamn self. I can get behind that. I can get behind that. If I'm going to worship any, if you're going to worship anybody, wouldn't you worship yourself first? Because at the end of the day, it's you that gets up every day to either decide to 
either become be uh, a positive force or a negative force. You 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 get up every day to decide I'm going to affect people's energies and their lives either positively or negatively. This has nothing to do with no damn you know the boogeyman in in in, in the sky. You make a decision every day. So why would you not put yourself first? Why would you not worship yourself and give yourself the credit? <clears throat> All right. I'm moving on, moving on, moving on. Off topic with the was going to say, yo, I saw the Sonic trailer. I'm not going to go see Sonic the Hedgehog. That shit looks terrible. <laughs> Young bro had the, the trans Decepticon piece. I can get behind that. Right? I can get behind that. I don't think you understand why Jesus is so iconic. And it, I, man, it's, it's, be, he, YG, that Caesar Borgia thing ain't going nowhere with black folk. And I've never seen, right, Charles, I've never seen legitimate Christians don't wear Jesus pieces. Oh, that's only black folk, black and Puerto Ricans, Latins, whatever the case may be, right? Um, you know, you, you'd be hard pressed to find too, not too many people back in the 90s that didn't care for, to wear Jesus piece. First pieces of jewelry you ever got was either a Cuban link, if you could afford it, or a Jesus piece, a micro, it would be called a micro piece, right? Or, or a, a stupid big ass dookie herringbone. But a Jesus piece was like your stamp, like you solidified, right? You know, when Nipsey had an X chain, that's cool. But that's it. I don't see people running around here wearing Malcolm X chains. And, and Martin Luther King chains. I don't see anybody wearing Nat Turner chains, Harriet Tubman chains, Geechee Gullah chains. No. These niggas out here wearing Caesar Borgia pieces. Okay? So I, I don't... I, the psychosis with that, we, this has been passed down to the generation. This is in, in the DNA of black folk. It is what it is. I'm sorry. Right? Yeah, even the wooden Jesus Jesus piece. If you couldn't afford the real shit, muffins were in the wood, the wood versions. I remember them shits too. Right? It is what it is. <laughs> native tongue wasn't doing no damn Jesus piece. Nobody taking the native tongue crew like that. When listen, native tongue is cool, but them niggas was not influenced these young boys out here. Okay. They were not influencing anybody. No one was trying to dress like the native tongue. Nobody was talking native tongue slang, okay? The whole flowery hip, hippie shit, De La Soul. Try, nobody was fucking with native tongue like that. Cut, cut that bullshit out, okay? <laughs> if it wasn't some grimy gutter shit, Timberland boot wearing, Averex coat, you know what I'm saying? Desert Eagle type shit, niggas was not really fucking with it like that. <laughs> uh, D'Angelo wore a piece on voodoo. Ghost and Ray were the first ones I can remember. Hey, and, and, and shout out to Wu Tang because when they got away from this shit, they got un, un, into their own little personalities and started rocking their own. The, Raekwon's tarantula piece is still like in my memory. Like that thing was fucking huge, right? Fucking go, um, Ghost Face, his fucking eagle. This nigga, the story behind the eagle, this nigga blew his entire promotion budget. It was a quarter million dollars. And got the fucking eagle, the gold eagle shit made up. He blew his entire promotion budget on that fucking eagle. I'm not even mad. I, 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 
I'm not even mad. They're not hippies. They were like black hippies, Raheem. Cut that shit out, man. Their first album, they had fucking flowers and peace signs on the cover. I remember the shit. The Eagles damn hard. No Todd P. His entire marketing budget was on that spent on that fucking Eagle dog. That's that's a true story. <laughs> that's a true story. <laughs> ah shit. All right, let me uh let me move on. Um nah nah ODB was the soul. He was the soul of that of that group. Clearly, clearly he was the soul. But yo, let me move on to my next topic real quick. I'm not gonna be on this live stream not too long, y'all. Natives didn't matter to low end theory. I mean, listen. Let okay. Let's see. Y'all, y'all want to talk about native the native tongues? Name me everybody in the native tongue crew. Name me everybody that mattered. Because the native tongues were pretty big, and you and name and name all the affiliates that they had too. Native, native tongues was who? De La Soul. Tribe called Quest. Black sheep. The Bush Babies, the Jungle Brothers, right? Who else? Who else? Uh, uh, the, the what? What was the, the the one fat nigga and little skinny nigga? The one uh, set adrift of memory bliss. Them niggas. Them niggas was uh, a part of the the native tongue to some extent, until you know KRS punched the, the fat nigga out. Prince B punched him out, right? Oh, I'm not just gonna be too young. Malik the five foot freak. Yeah, common. Yes, common was part of the native tongues. Queen Latifah. Leaders of, leaders of the new school. Okay, okay. Now, out of all them niggas, who was dressing like them niggas? Who was dressing like the Jungle Brothers? Who was dressing like Black Sheep, Tribe Called Quest, leaders of the new school? PM Dawn, thank you guys. Was anybody dressing like the native tongues? Were you putting flowers on your on your overalls like, like the native tongues? No the fuck you were not. Okay. I don't give a fuck about no fair kind. So once again, what culture barometer were the native tongues moving? Unlike their their street counterparts. Okay. Every fashionable trend in the 90s was set by the street rappers, the street niggas, okay? Because everybody looked at the native tongues as soft, okay? Let's be honest. They were considered soft and safe rap. It is what it is. The niggas was not big L, right? The niggas was not... Uh, uh, DITC digging in the crates. They were they were not they were not that. Why why the hate against Farrakhan? I don't get. Let's listen. I don't care about Farrakhan. And yes, what's around to come out of leaders of the new school? But once again, did you buy Bushy? Once again, let me ask you this: Did y'all buy Bushy? What slide? What are you talking about? What's Bushy? That's Buster Rhymes clothing. This clothing line he had back in the day. Did you go out and buy a bushy jacket? Did you buy a bushy t-shirt? No, the fuck you did not. Okay. Public enemy had his rocking the clocks. 
if you could afford a clock, yes, you can. African medallions were, were really popular. African, okay, but to my point, but to my point, when's the, oh, no, it was Bushy, not Bushido, it was Bushy. It was B-U-S-H-I. Nobody was buying that shit. Now, moving forward, when's the last time you saw somebody wear an African medallion? I just showed you a nigga earlier today wearing a Jesus piece. When's the last time someone wore an African medallion? Don't worry, I'll wait, <laughs> Mr. Window. <laughs> Nigga, I heard that. Hey, that's a great song. I, I like speech, man. Mr. Window is a great song. Like, Arrested Development was, was good for that. I liked, I liked them. They stayed in their lane. They did their thing. You know, like Diggable Planets, they do their thing. Like Camp Low, they stay in their lane and do their thing. But at the end of the day, nobody moves the culture except the street rappers. Period. Okay, whatever they wore, we wore. End of the day. End of the day. Herring bones, Cuban links, Jesus peace, Rolex. That's all that mattered. That's all that mattered. Matter of fact, platinum. Does anybody have a platinum piece? Right? Remember the platinum craze? Did you you go out and go buy a platinum piece? No? Okay, then. But yeah, Camp Low, severely underrated. Severely underrated. Yeah, Camp Lucini. That that shit still goes hard to this day. Okay, so let me move on to my next topic. They're wearing platinum chokers now. <laughs> I mean, I have I, I got a couple of pieces. I, I I mean like I like I like wearing a piece, a chain, whatever, just for the nostalgia vibe. Like if I just if I feel, if I'm feeling real 90s, I'll put on the piece. I'll, I'll rock, I'll throw a chain on and, and, and throw my Tim's on and I'll be wearing t-shirts and, 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 and jeans. And I'll be like, I'll be feeling real 90s. Right? Niggas try to rob me from a Detroit Pistons starter jacket. I I know the feeling. We all been there. We all been. We I didn't sell enough drugs to Fort Platinum. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah. So every every fashion statement came from the streets. You know, no diss to the the the, the native tongue movement and you know the the nice soft safe rap, the positive conscious rap. No diss to none of that. Everything had its place. Everything was important. But at the end of the day, you went to the gutter for your shit. It's, it is what it is. Um, so let me go back to, uh, let me get to my next topic. Uh, a, a very, a favorite cartoon of mine that I, don't, I think people sleep on severely. Uh, Symbionic Titan. Symbionic Titan was a show that was on Cartoon Network about seven years ago and i think it's funny now it's it's applicable now because of the whole uh merging with the ai between the humans so basically these two kids from another planet 
Um, the one girl is a princess. The boy Lance is like her bodyguard. And they have this robot. It's like a, he's a sentient being. It's called Oculus. And what they do is uh, when shit goes down, it's like it's like a power range almost. They send a big creature to destroy the earth. And these three have to merge uh, to create this, they call the symbiotic Titan, this, this huge robot that goes out to fighting the, the monsters. But um, so they have regular high school lives. The robot, Oculus, right? He goes to high school too, along with Lance and the girl. And the crazy part is the robot has a girlfriend, Kimberly, right? The crazy part is it's all good, little cats. I don't know about likes, man. I, I, I don't. I'm. It is what it is, man. If I, if I got, if you got to ask a motherfucker to like the shit, I'm, I'm not gonna waste energy on that. Um, the crazy part is, you know, during this, this, this show, the season only ran like two seasons. They cut that shit off early. It was just really getting good. Uh, matter of fact, the creator was the one who created the uh, the Powerpuff Girls and Dexter's Lab. Uh, the Russian guy, Jendi Tarkatovsky, right? He was all over the place. Right. Okay. So, um, the rope, the, the sentient AI, right. He's in human form, right. On the outside. So the, the girl likes him. Her name's Kimberly. And, and Oculus is like, he plays, he's a nerd. He wears glasses. He's a big buff nerd. He's a nice, softy, safe guy. And she throws it at him. This is a cartoon. She throws it at him. There's one particular episode when he go, and she 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 asks him to come over to help tutor, and then she does this this booty shaking dance, right? And he's like, "What is it? He's a robot, mind you. He doesn't understand human culture and women and shit like that." And uh, so they end up having a relationship. He's a robot. She doesn't know, right? And um, like I said. I was just watching the old, the old episodes today, and I'm like, yo, this whole emergent the AI thing, man, they were really, really pumping this shit, you know, in the cartoons, and we missed that. We missed all that shit. Symbiotic Titan, Symbiotic Titan. All right. Now, let's get into the real reason why I'm here streaming tonight. Oh, I'm going to hurt some feelings today. I'm going to hurt some feelings today. We're going to talk about this Bun B interview about the armed robbery attempt. Yes, Andre showed the white girl twerking. Yes, Kimberly was twerking in front of Oculus trying to throw the ass at him. And it played it had this crazy, crazy ass booty song in the plane in the background and she's really twerking. I was like, God damn. Wow. Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. Okay. So let me get into this the, the real crux why I'm here. There were three things I found deeply disturbing with this Bun B interview. Not even the robbery part, just the interview. Now, the first thing, now mind you, I watched the Breakfast Club interview, right? I watched Orville, the black lady was dating AI. Nah, Genesis, I, I, nah. Nah, I guess I need to get into it now, huh? Oh, Orville, that's the uh, the Star Trek spoof spinoff shit. I know, I, I know, I, I think I know what you're talking about, Genesis. Okay. Okay, I think I know what you're talking about. 
Um, so the first disturbing thing I noticed with the Bun B interview on The Breakfast Club is that his white attorney, friend, bodyguard, whatever the fuck he is. Now, mind you, this guy is an attorney. But you're like, okay, Sly, what's the big deal? Oh, it gets better. He's a former cop turned attorney. Okay. And he's getting the diverse, he's telling what happened, whatever, you know. And then he says, Well, what I would have done is I would have ran him over, shot him in the head, then planted a gun on him. I said, What? I had to rewind that shit. The white dude said, this is his friend, his attorney. This dude said, if it were me, I would have ran him over, shot him, then placed a gun on him. This is... This is Bun B's guy. Okay. Uh, Alrighty then. Um, Wow. Uh, What what do you say to that? uh, Okay. I'm still like, really? So... You still think like a cop, even though you're an attorney. And this is who Bun B calls one of his good friends. It's like another Lord Jamar, like, you know, him and whatever him and Vlad got going on. You know what? I'm going to say this. I think. I think there's something more to the relationship with Vlad and Lord Jamar. There I said it. I said, I think there's more to the relationship with Vlad and Lord Jamar. I'm not even blinking. That's how serious I am. Okay, I just blinked. I only blinked one time, but I, I'm dead ass serious. But anywho, let's let's move on. Yes, that's what he said. That's what his attorney said. You said this shit. To millions of people that do, this is what you would have done if you were in his situation. Wow. 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 Okay, let's move on to the next thing I found disturbed. This is the fucked up, but this is the most fucked up part, clearly. Then, then the guy says, Well, Bun B has no criminal history, he has no felony convictions. What? I'm sorry, rewind selector? He said, yeah, you know, Bun B's an upstanding citizen and he has no, no convictions, no, no felony, none, none of that. He doesn't have a, a criminal record. He doesn't have a criminal record. Bun B? The slab driver? Wait, wait a minute. So for 20 years, no, 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 25 years, Bun B has rapped about 
shooting niggas, killing niggas, beating up niggas, 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 niggas. So dope the niggas, bought dope from niggas, fuck a lot of bitches. You, you, you know, right? Fifth, hey, he from the, he, he from the, you know, throw your horns up. He from H Town and. Wait, what? Wait a minute. So you're not a real nigga? Wait, 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 wait. You mean to tell me Bun B is not a real nigga? He's not a real rap nigga? So you mean for 25 years, you've been lying to us? About you being a, a real live nigga. A real Houston nigga. So, you mean Pimp C was the real nigga. So, Pimp C was the only real nigga putting in work like that in his raps. So, that means you're just a poser. It, it, Am I am I off base? Everybody, help me, help me understand something. Am I off base by saying is Bun B a poser? Because obviously the real nigga was was Pimp C, and he's no longer here with us for a specific reason because he was being just that a real nigga. So for twenty five, that's a goddamn quarter century, y'all. Let's understand something. So for an entire quarter century, this nigga hammers and vows, slabs, ripping the grain, pistol on my lap, yada, yada, yada. You mean to tell me this nigga has no felony convictions? This nigga, this nigga ain't put in no work? This nigga ain't got... This nigga squeaky clean. Do you understand why I have a problem with this right now? Wow. Okay. Okay. And you know what the fucked up part is? I totally forgot my third point that I found wrong with the interview. Oh my gosh. I knew I should have wrote, I, I wrote that shit down. I should have wrote that shit down because I was going to forget one of these points. Uh... <laughs> I'm not sure how it works in Texas with guns. The dude, the white dude said you don't have to register your firearms in Texas. Maybe I misheard him. I need to talk to uh, Nick. You know what? What the fuck? Let me see what Nick doing. Let me see what motherfucking Nick Taylor is up to.
Yo, I'm, I'm hitting them up right now. Just bear with me. Yo, are you working right now? He's always working. Are you busy right now? Oh, oh okay. Wait, you're from Houston. How does the... So, okay, all my Texas people, namely Houston, how does the gun shit work? How does the gun shit work? I, I want to be enlightened today. I want to learn. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm, I'm laughing right now. Yes, please, y'all. Help me understand how does this gun shit work in Texas? I'm, I'm not I'm not getting into the open carry. I mean, as far as what does it take for you to get a gun in Texas? In my office doing paperwork. What's up? Okay, okay. Gonna hit you. I'm gonna. I'm bringing in. I'm bringing in the smartest guy I know on YouTube right now. Sending you a link. Can you please explain to me how uh, how Texas gun laws work? Hold on, y'all. Hold on, I'm uh, I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Nick to give me the okay. And I'm still trying to remember what the third point was that I that I was I was bothered by uh, during the interview, and I'm sure it's not going to come to me until after I end this live stream. Just my. Uh, and what do you want to know? What does okay is there a permit process? I'm, I'm sorry, y'all. Just forgive me. I'm I'm being distracted right now. Stephen, what's happening? I'm a fellow not buying my off the market. Hey, listen, I listen. I, I'm a firm believer. If you served your time, you, if you did the crime, you served the time. I believe you should have the right to defend yourself with a firearm. You know, but I know people are gonna be like, "Well, Sly, you use firearms for malicious reasons." You're right, and I did, but still, I have a right to defend my family. You know, that's just how I see things. I can call you for free. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, cool. Okay, Nick's gonna call me and explain it to me real quick. Uh, I produced Bun B, young uh, nephew, young trill. I rap a lot, seen some shady stuff. Man, so you're right there in the thick of things, bro. Holy shit. Karan, you should do a live stream on the Yakub story. Oh, for sure. Oh, here it is. Hey, I, I'm I didn't, I didn't mean to. I'm I'm sorry. I know I'm sorry. I know I didn't mean to disturb you, bro. But just a quick question. 
Okay, so if I if I'm in Texas and I want to get a gun legally, what what do I gotta do? Yes. Wow. Okay, so the reason why I'm asking is because I was watching the uh, the Bun B interview on, on the Breakfast Club and, and, and talking about the, the robbery shit. And I'm like, okay, Bun B. I'm like, Bun B, you know, um, you know, rap nigga. I'm you sold drugs and shot niggas and killed niggas, right? And then during the interview, his attorney's like, Yeah, Bun has no he has no convictions. He's a he's a morally upstanding citizen. And I'm like, uh, so you've been lying to us this whole time? So you you legally have a gun. Yeah, studio right. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Open carry, right, right, okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, no, nah, I appreciate the breakdown. I mean, I just had, I, I, you were the first person I thought because you're the smartest guy I know. So I thank you for that clarification, big dog. I don't know. Good riddance. Fuck all of them, goddamn it. You know, it's enough, goddamn. Fuck all of them shit. I don't. Oh, yeah. They, they, it's, it's out. It's all out. They're on the Obsidian stream earlier today. And it is, it, it, you know what? We're going to watch that shit from afar. That, that's all I'm going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, um, what, what's your schedule next Saturday? Okay. Yeah. I can imagine. Okay. 
Cool. Um, because I'm thinking the, the Grand Inquisitor show for next next Saturday, if you and True Teller are free. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, so what I'll do is I'll check in with you guys like Wednesday, Thursday to make sure that everybody's schedules are free. And then we'll, we'll light it up. We'll light it up. Cool, big dog. I'll let you go and get back to your work, dog. You too. That was Professor Nick Taylor. I'm sorry. It went a little bit long, but that's Professor Nick Taylor. So, Bun B was able to pass a background check to get his pistol. So, for a quarter century of raps, of rhyming about crimes, right? He's able to... Okay. Uh, I, I, you know what? I, I, I don't know how y'all feel about UGK at this point. Uh, Pimp C, rest in peace. Uh, the realest nigga, uh, one of the realest niggas in hip hop, uh, Bun B's a poser. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, I respect the man for standing up and shooting the dude and whatever the dude, and, you know, defending his home, but that's that's what men do. That's not, you know, defending your, your home and your property. That has nothing to do with your rap career. That's just man shit. That's what men do. Right, someone puts a uh, gun to your wife's head. You're trying to blow the fuck the back of that fucking head out. That, that's 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 what you what that's what you do. But for 25 years, Bun B has lied to us, y'all. The nigga has lied to us. You were standing next to the real nigga, the pimp, the pimp, because we all remember when the pimp was in prison. The source went to go see him. He's doing the jailhouse interviews. Um, I remember when he got out of, out of the prison, it was a celebration and nigga had a, a what he, he, he bought a Bentley, crashed the Bentley, bought another Bentley. That was the pimp. Y'all remember that shit? <laughs> Y'all remember that, right? I think he crashed the white one and bought the red one. And, you know, um, we signed a rap a lot, right? At one point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Bun B. Bun, Bun B, man, you know what? Cancel. Let's cancel Bun B. At, at the rap version of Bun B. I'm not canceling the man that defended his family in his home. That's re- that's what you're supposed to do. But as, as far as this rap nigga, this Bun B, I don't know who the fuck he is, y'all. I, I'm sorry. You 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 talk all these raps, and and you you're able to legally have firearms and your shit like that, nigga. If it, it, I can see if you paid. You grease some pockets of some shit, some lawmaker, some, you know, senator, a judge or something. I, I could see that. But his homie said, hey, Bun's an upstanding citizen. No convictions. None. None. Y'all need to go back and listen to that motherfucking interview. That white boy told all his, told all his business. And I'm sitting here like, wait a minute. Y'all ain't seen nothing wrong with this shit? Am I the only one? I don't see something wrong with this shit. 
and I still forgot my damn third point. I feel so goddamn disappointed in myself. Um, I'm sorry, y'all. I, yeah, that that was pretty much it for tonight. I'm not gonna drag this out. I'm not gonna make you guys suffer anymore. Um, I'm gonna cancel Bun B the rapper. Um, I will never utter one Bun B's verse ever in any of this song. When I listen to Big Pimpin', I will not be rapping Bun B's verse. As a matter of fact, I will fast forward through Bun B's verse. Anytime I hear a UGK song, I'm going to fast forward through Bun B's verse. Hashtag fast forward through Bun B's verse. Yeah. 25 years, y'all. And this nigga is still rapping. So he might as well make it 30 years. It's entertainment. Don't take it serious. You're right for life. You're right. But. But. Um, lines have been crossed. If, if it's entertainment, then you need to come out and say it. Because don't, don't give the impression that you're a dude out here do, really doing these things and you just happen to rap. You know? So, no. I, pocket full of stones. Really? Really? That's where we all know them from. Right? That's probably one of the biggest underground songs. Pocket full of I got a pocket full of stones. Meow, 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 meow. You know what I'm saying? Like, like that's 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 like standard UGK. That's like your first UGK song is Pocket Full of Stones. Exactly. If you talk about it, you should be about it. I I, I agree. I, his voice is versus weak anyway. That's fucked up. Yeah, Ice Cube falls in that category as well. But I mean, it's obviously cute. I mean, you look at him and just, you know. But I, I'm no for real. Like, you know, I, I'm 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 I can't say that I'm not shocked. Maybe just a little bit disappointed, you know, because and you, and let me say this. I had reservations about Bun after Pimp C died, because remember, it was Pimp that said, "Hey, I don't. I speak for me. I don't speak for the Bun, right? I never once heard Pimp C vouch. I mean, not Bun. I never. I never, after after Pimp C, after Pimp C died, I never not one time heard Bun B vouch for anything Pimp C said in that uh, interview with the Atlanta radio, radio station." Like, I think it was his last interview, one of the few last interviews he gave where he just told all the fucking, spilled all the beans. I not one time ever heard Bun say, yeah, he, he, he told the truth. You know, Bun was real quiet at the pimp he died. And he, and, and, and to this day, how long has Pimp been, how long has Pimp been dead for? 10 years? He's been dead for 10 years, close to 10 years? You ain't never heard pimps, uh, Bun B not one time say, yeah, my nigga, he was right. My nigga went out, he, he died for this, died for telling y'all the truth. You know what I'm saying? So, um, that was, hey, Barakatha, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. Um, yeah, man, just, um, 25 years of, of falsities and lies. It is what it is. I'm going to, I'm going to end this stream. Um, once again, I will be doing backup streams on this backup channel, hopefully until June 3rd, inshallah. And when June 3rd comes back, I'm going to be back on the main channel full force. So, uh, yeah, man, if, if, if I remember that third point from the interview, 
I will come back and address it. I can't believe I forgot just that quick. Okay, so let me go to my points real quick. So it was, it was what the, what his attorney said, and the fact that he didn't have a criminal record. Yeah, I totally forgot. I totally forgot. All right, so with that one, thank you guys for hanging out with me. Uh, I'm going to put this on the main channel as well. So for not to worry, if you want to go back and listen to me run my mouth about the shit. A mini Cooper, you just think you stupid. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to do that. So I'm going to get out of here. Y'all have a good night. Peace.